1: in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called coach
0: I gotta ask you this out there Christian America
1: it's time for pass the salt with a coach Dave Dobbenmer
0: uh, all right folks we were bumping up against the clock a little bit here today and out there let y'all hand because we weren't right up at seven o'clock but this is show number Spencer 1861 is that right brother 1,000? We have been doing. This is show number one thousand eight hundred and sixty-one. You tell me that's not a few uh, weekdays, right there. Happy to do it. And we got a. Uh, we're we're going to break from. Uh, we're going to break from our uh, rhythm a little bit here. We're going to do. We got a guest this morning, and uh, Doctor. Uh, my, my good buddy, Dr. Chuck Dr.,
3: Thurston.
0: Doctor, Dr., <laughs> get it out of here, Doctor Chuck Thurston, who I've known for I, I don't know, probably. Thirty years, maybe not that long. We were on we were on terrestrial radio at the same station years ago here in Columbus, Ohio, WRFD AM. And Dr. Chuck had a, sh- a show it was called "Evidences," and he said that uh, he was a, he's an emergency room doctor who reads his Bible way too much, and uh, the Bible is true, and he can prove it. That was basically the theme of his show, "Evidences." And uh, I kind of lost contact uh, with with Chuck for for their. For a while. I don't know. We go different ways. And then just last week or two weeks ago, I, I reconnected with him when we were going down to uh, our event down in in uh, Kentucky. We called it Kentucky of Cincinnati and started an email back and forth. And I had him on my Bride On show. And the reaction was so good on my Bride On show. People said, Coach, we would like to ask Chuck some questions. How come we? Because we can't do that at Brideon? On. He's not really able to do that yet. So I got a hold of Chuck again. So Chuck, you got to get up early in the morning. He lives here in Ohio, by the way, got to get up here early in the morning because people in the queue, my, my real family, they really want to hear from you today. So we had to walk Chuck through getting on Google, Google, yeah, Google, Google Hangouts and all that kind of stuff. But we got him in here. Uh, probably just crawled out of bed. Most people aren't up uh, running
1: like we are here at 7 a.m. And I'm going to try to wake my computer up for an hour. Yeah.
0: Chuck's trying to work <laughs> on his computer. he got his computer and his, his uh, cell phone. He's working with us. So, look here's what here's why uh, why Chuck was so um, so stimulating to me the last time. He, he is fighting. In fact, he sent me something. I'm going to show you today, folks. Uh, we'll, we'll get it up here in just a second. Chuck, I'm looking for it here. Uh, Public policies pro called the uh, seven steps to killing a patient. We're going to go through that here t- today as well. But Dr. Chuck has been working diligently over the last three years trying to save patients who are in hospitals and are being killed. And I called him a whistleblower the other day. He said, I'm not really a whistleblower. But I said, well, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are a whistleblower. And he's fighting even right now to, he have got a couple other patients, one who's the doctor's trying to get rid of the guy. Uh, uh, or is it the lawyer, Chuck? The lawyer's trying to get rid of the guy and they're killing Hospital. people left, left and right. So Chuck, I'll shut up because I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm walking all over what I'm trying to do. And I want to give the time to you. So Ah, uh, Chuck. The floor is yours, man. Hey, Chuck. I want you to know this. I interrupt for a living, so be be ready at any moment. Okay, you good.
1: Well, I'm going to try to set this thing up so that I'm. You, not you look good,
0: man. You just you look like you've been uh, uh, you look like you've been sleeping in a in a cave for about six months. Other than that, you look great.
1: I have. <laughs> there you go. That's better.
0: There you go.
1: Okay. Uh, I don't need my glasses on for that one. Ah, I'm Dr. Chuck Thurston. I've been an ER doctor for about half a century, working in over 100 hospitals in uh, a dozen states and almost as many countries. Do a lot of short-term medical missions in Haiti, Honduras, Belize, Guatemala, uh, and Kentucky. And also, I've done a lot of military stuff uh, as a contractor, not like this. And I'm just recovering from lymphoma, completely healed, uh, but I've got a few things that are still coming back, like my hair. I got Trey Gowdy hair right now. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and then and I haven't had a beard since I was about 20, but everything has started to grow. I just let. I'm not going to quit. I, I can't make it stop, and I'm not going to. So I uh, ended up being an ER doctor uh, in a COVID ICU at Queens, New York in 2021 in May, right? The height of everything. And uh, the, the story starts there. But lately, I have been advising people as a first and second medical opinion uh, company. We founded a company called First and Second Medical Opinions. The website is medical-opinions.com. If that's not the one you find me on, you find me on scienceandwonders.com. It's all one word, and it's not science. It's scienceandwonders.com. And uh, I, uh, first and second medical opinions was started because it says in in the Old Testament that King Asa was diseased in his feet and sought only to the physicians and not to the Lord. And he uh, died three years later of whatever was wrong with his feet. And his problem was not seeking to the physicians. It was seeking only to the physicians and seeking them first instead of the Lord. So we founded first and second medical opinions so that the Lord could be the first opinion and mankind to be the second. And so we engage the Lord. We bring him in on things and we ask him what we know. Uh it says in Jeremiah 3:3, Paul unto me, and I'll show thee great and mighty things that you don't know. Amen. First thing you have to do is make sure you don't know it. Thou knowest not. That's my, my my motto. And so most of my consults are in areas of medicine and expertise that I have zero uh information on to start with and so we both the patient and me and the family and whoever else is on in on it go to the lord and say we don't know could you help us and it says if any man lack wisdom in james let him ask of god who giveth liberally not like liberal politically that means like freely with what it used to mean uh Who and he upbraids not, he doesn't, he won't run you down for asking a stupid question. God says there's no such thing as a stupid question, but he has a lot of stupid people, and we're sheep because he called us stupid (laughs) three different times. He said, All we like, sheep have gone astray. Well, that's sheep aren't smart, that's calling us stupid. And then, and then he, he he also said that if the salt, this is past the salt, if the salt has become. Uh, stu- if the salt is, be- is locked its savor, where will it be salted? Well, that's not what it says at all in Greek. It says if the salt has become a moron, and that Greek word moron means moron. <laughs> and so it says if the salt has become stupid, it can't be made smart.
0: Wow. If the salt becomes stupid. hello, lot of that going on, Chuck?
1: Oh, well, Jesus told the disciples that. and uh, And... Salt is very interesting. There's smart salt. There's stupid salt. There's all kinds of different salts. And uh, the chemistry of salt is tremendous. I won't need to go into that. That's a rabbit hole that I won't go down. Uh, But because we're so stupid, everybody's stupid. And we are all, it's, you know, the only ancient document that says all men are created equal is in Psalm thirty-three. says, he he looketh from heaven, he seeth, the sons of man, and he created their hearts alike. We are, in fact, not all equal. I heard uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy misquoted the other day, said, we're all, we're all equal. No, we're not all equal. We are all created equal, not equal unless we're created. You want to be equal? Everybody wants to be equal. Everybody wants to be more equal. You want to be more equal? You've got to have a creator. If you have a creator, then that creator levels our playing field. So now we got to uh sports motif and we got assault motif that's I, I think that's my you're doing good man you're doing good chuck introduction.
0: so let's let's so let's get into it man what's what's going on in the horse pistols here chuck
1: well that's what they are <laughs> um, a hospital is a sick factory and i never really liked hospitals and i didn't really want to be a hospital doctor but i got pretty good at emergency medicine i started working at riverside methodist hospital in columbus ohio in the 70s early 70s uh when i was still in college and I was an orderly, that's what they called it. But orderly is that back then, got to suture, got to put uh, casts on people, got to do cardiograms, got to, do, it wasn't, you weren't just hauling patients around, you got to do things. And then when I got in, accepted into Toledo to medical school, uh, all the doctors in the air ER took me under their wing and started teaching me the stuff they knew. They and I learned how to do plastic surgery from Ron Nail, who was a wonderful uh, hand surgeon and plastic surgeon, I I I worked with uh, all the ER doctors who were at Riverside and they taught me, they they ruined me, absolutely ruined me because the, the 1970s Riverside Methodist hospital was the finest hospital I've ever seen in my whole life. Still, still I started out at the top and then slid downhill to whatever (laughs) else out there. And so I became highly disappointed in some other, some other places. Uh, So they wrecked me completely. Uh, And uh, I, I, began to ask questions and and the, I, I've got a well that's, that's basically what happened and I found out how stupid everybody was so we have to go ask so we've got a problem right now with COVID everybody's afraid, everybody says COVID did this and COVID did that and COVID did everything else now COVID didn't do anything the fear of COVID did it Roosevelt was right about the one thing he was right about, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself and COVID is a uh, the fear of COVID has wrecked the economy, put the wrong people in office, allowed corruption to take place, and turned hospitals into greed. Uh, Mark Twain said it's hard to get people interested in corruption unless they can get some of it. Well, <laughs> they kind of invited me into their inner lair to get some of the corruption and paid me an unbelievably high rate of pay because no one would go to New York and work with aid, with with. Uh, Coronavirus patients, they were all afraid that they'd die. And, and it was a great fear, and I didn't care. I got, God numbers your days, not me. And I thought I'd already gotten it, which I had not, and I was wrong. But uh, I uh, worked in, in a unit where we didn't have anybody die because we used hydroxychloroquine uh, as the uh, antidote for it, which worked. And the Dr. De, uh, the Dr. de Blasio and Dr. Cuomo, who actually were the mayor and governor of New York and New York City, uh, uh, the the sewer of the world that uh, just uh, an aside, uh, there's a book called the pioneer priests of North America written by, by father jokes. And it's his journal about all the things he observed in the early 1600s, the 1610, 1605 uh, uh, new, uh, new Amsterdam city that became New York. And he, he noted that there were more brothels and, and taverns and bars than there were churches. And that the city had, it was was full of gangs and crime and people would steal things from him and, and there was assault and it never changed. It's just there, there. So we got to pray for for Donald Trump when he's in that sewer that he be in protection and we just bring him up just before the Lord and we ask him for that protection first because that's the first stupid is we got rid of a good leader. The second stupid was we allowed a stupid leader by, by the name of Fauci to con us into believing a bunch of lies about COVID. They said social distancing would help uh, keep the the spread of the COVID down. So they used the, the statistics for tuberculosis and inflated them. If you have TB and you get more than three feet, you get closer than three feet to a person with TB, they can cough TB, tuberculosis, mycobacterium tuberculi. They can cough that on you and you can catch it. But it really is not the most common way to catch COVID. It's not that common in the air. You get it when, when you have a mask, and you cough on the mask, and then you're not a surgeon, so you touch the mask. Your fingers touch the saliva on the mask. You touch a doorknob. Somebody else touches the doorknob. They eat McDonald's, and they got COVID. It's that simple, without washing their hands. So hand washing and, 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 and that sort of thing was important. The second thing is that the three-foot rule got expanded to six feet. There's no reason for six feet. And it didn't make any difference, none, zero. Social distancing made no difference. And so they got churches to agree to be socially distanced and not sing because they might get fomites in the air. And in, instead of having the Lord be able to inhabit the praises of his people, uh, we decided not to have praise so that there'd be no Lord to inhabit it. And so we very wisely and very cautiously believed Dr. Fauci. Well, Dr. Fauci his name. He's from Cis- He's from Sicily. His family is, and they were. They were. They make. They made farm implements, and the one implement that they were the best at making was a sickle, and that's what Fauci means in Italian. is sickle. So mm. in Revelation it says the, the 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 death angel standing there with the sickle, and the angel says, "Thrust in thy sickle and reap the earth." That's what Fauci did. He was the sickle reaper. He was. He was the grim reaper. Now in Revelation that the death angel, and in the we have Passover coming up here uh, tomorrow. And that's when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Who's I? I is the Lord Jesus Christ, who was the death angel who passed over Egypt. And when he saw the blood, he passed them over because it was a prophecy of his own blood that would be shed on the uh, day right after Passover when he was crucified. So uh, this this death angel we allowed in as an imposter, complete fake. He, he, and he invented some t- terrible drugs, and he, he uh, applied other things, and he killed a lot of people.
0: But, Chuck, Chuck so, let me stop you right there. Sure. You, knew, you knew from the very beginning ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine worked. Is that true? Did, did they know that, Chuck, in the hospitals?
1: Well, in Canada, there was a hospital in, in, uh, in Ontario, in in uh, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. There was a nursing home. And one of the floors, I think it was the fifth floor, uh, all got scabies. The staff got it, the patients got it, and scabies is terrible, it's a terrible scourge. And I've been wiping it out ever since. But they had scabies, so everybody on that floor was given ivermectin to get rid of the scabies. And then COVID hit that nursing home, and everybody in the nursing home, staff and patients, all died of COVID. Except the floor that had the ivermectin. And the Can- Canadian government knew that in January of 2020. So everybody knew it if they would have let it out, but they concealed it. Because Canada is like a, a, a Fauci on steroids. Uh, it's, a, it's illegal to, to jailbreak a hospital. If you leave a hospital, it's a felony. And I have some patients there that have that problem right now. And we need to pray for them they, that they are not kept in that. And if you refuse the shot, you get it's a felony. And if you refuse the drugs that they want to give, like remdesivir, Ramdesivir was a drug Fauci used for AIDS to kill AIDS patients, and it worked. It killed lots of them. He wasn't intent on, on saving them. He meant to kill them, and it worked. And it has, it creates a renal failure and liver failure in about a third of the patients who get it no matter what. Now, not everybody dies that gets Ramdesivir, but it should be pronounced run. Death is near. <laughs> so, yes. yeah, yeah. Every, everybody should have known. Everybody ought to know. Okay, it's, so,
0: so, so you check know. in. <laughs>
1: Ivermectin was, was designed to kill SARS virus. That's what it was designed for. And they found out that it also killed parasites. And it, was, it wiped out river blindness in the world. And I was part of that study.
0: So, Chuck, you're, 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 uh, you're flying around or running around or doing whatever it is that you do. And you end up in some of these emergency rooms. You say, hey, well, listen, let's, let's give this guy some, uh, some uh, hydroxychloroquine. Let's give him some Ivermectin. And what was the response of the doctors of the hospitals, Chuck?
1: Well, the first place I worked was uh, was Billie Jean King at 471 and the Billie Jean King Tennis Center in uh, the old headquarters of the uh, of the 1964 World's Fair, which I visited when I was when I was 12 in 64 with my father. Uh, and it was kind of eerie because I'm back in the same environment. If anybody's seen the movie Tomorrowland, I was the George Clooney kid in that. And I was there in 64, and I got stuck on It's a Fu- Small World. And I remember seeing all that around me. And w- the the director of uh, the FEMA health contractor was uh, Caliburn, Caliburn and Caliburn, Caliburn. And he had purchased enough, enough hydroxychloroquine from Uganda to cover the patients we had. Because the because the the liberal left investors and money bought up all the available hydroxychloroquine. I did not know much about ivermectin and COVID at that time, uh, so we only use hydroxychloroquine, which it is it's it's got a disadvantage because about one percent of the people who get it can get atrial fibrillation, and we have a we had a thirty-something cardiologist that was sitting on the pharmacy and, and, and therapeutics committee. And he was saying, but we can't use the the hydroxychloroquine because it might cause a, a a fib. A fib is a little tiny uh, bad mm. uh, pre uh, rhythm of your heart, and it 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 can lead to blood clots and strokes and things. It's not benign, but it's not certain death. And I looked at him and I and, and I said, uh, a fib is better than a systole. A systole means no heartbeat.
0: <laughs> he did, <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: And, and 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 so they i'm the oldest guy at the committee and they're all making fun of me and and so they said well okay we'll do it and they have and so we gave everybody uh, uh hydroxychloroquine and then later on i found out about about ivermectin and it was much, it's much safer i would prefer I, my, my protocol is ivermectin vitamin c zinc vitamin d3 uh, and at this point if you've had the shot you should get natto kinase n-a-t-t-o-k-i-n-a-s-e natto kinase was was advertised recently by dr peter mccullough who's one of the frontline doctors as uh a spike protein digester it will remove the spike protein people get stuck because it doesn't it's it's a permanent stain on your on your uh information molecules in your cells and in your body, and the spike proteins don't go away. There's no, there's no natural way for you to digest them and dissolve them and, and get rid of them. But natokinase can do that, and that will get rid of all the side effects of the jab. It's a very imp- it's the most important thing I got to say all day as I found that out about it
0: <laughs> So Chuck, what's going, on in, what's going on in the emergency rooms?
1: Okay, what's well, there are seven things that I have in an outline in my phone, which I have no access to. We have it
0: up on the screen right now.
1: Oh, good. Oh great! I, I, I can see it. That well, the first thing that they do is they isolate the patient. The second thing, and we will go over each one of those things if you want. We would just go down mm-hmm. through the list. They first they isolate you, uh, and and what's the next one on? The, withhold. Then they withhold. Then you withhold the known treatments like ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, quercetin. Uh, those are all ionophores in a Greek vessel in in the trading days of the of the BC Greek Empire. They had these little uh, vases that were pointed on the end that would fit down in the hull of a boat, and they were called amphora. The word "fora" in Greek means to carry, and uh, all these uh, quercetin, hydroxychloroquine, and ivermectin are, are amphora. They're ion. They're, ionoph- they're ionophores. They carry ions, and the, and the ion they carry is zinc. So they carry the zinc to the. Uh, virus and they attach it to the virus and the zinc is what kills the virus that's why coldies used to work it still does that's why zycam used to work but it doesn't work because the fda made them take the zinc out of the zycam the zi is the element uh, the symbol for it on the periodic table the element and it it doesn't have zinc in it anymore because they made them take it out because they knew it worked but coldies works and coldies was was a sort of an effective treatment so, Chuck, 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 Chuck let
3: me
0: ask you something. Go ahead. Who, who's making these decisions to withhold this stuff? Where's this coming from?
1: Well, we the people, we agreed to it. We said, sure, yeah, you must. we've got a cult, so we have to suspend the Second Amendment, the First Amendment. We have to suspend uh, government by legitimate voting. And we agreed to do that. We were stupid. Remember, all we like sheep are stupid? We, all we like sheep, let them do it. But what we it's who we let do it that we continue to let do it, and they're doing it now. So when you're isolated, they separate you from your loved ones. And so people can't come and pray with you. They separate you from your legal counsel. So you can't question their massive brain of decision that they're making that they have because they're so much better and i I'm, I'm just a regular ordinary human sure, being sure, i, I th- sure. think of myself as a really old medical student just still trying to struggle <laughs> and burn.
0: so what they would do chuck is they would isolate you so number num- uh, number one you would get discouraged number two no, you'd have no advocate nobody would be fighting for you you couldn't talk to your lawyer couldn't talk. they just isolated you and then they withheld the treatment and then they sedated you that was the next thing right okay
1: chuck? sedation sedation is the next trick <clears throat> so you don't get all the good things i just told you about and why they work, the sedation is um, oh you're anxious. We'll give you something. That you you're anxious. We got to treat your anxiety. Now this came about about uh, in, there was a, a a wedge in the in the log. There was a thin edge that came in and split the log open. Back about ten years before COVID, when they began, when big pharma decided they wanted to sell more drugs, and the way to sell more drugs is to make people need them more. So a couple of things they did. They made the normal blood sugar be ninety instead of a hundred. Sold billions of dollars of, more, of Metformin and stuff, and they also said that pain is the fifth vital sign. Now, this is part where we uh, we're going to not be sheep if we know something. There's a difference between a symptom and a sign. A symptom is something you say you have, and you can be lying. I got all kinds of. I'm, I'm an ER doctor. I got a lie meter that won't quit, and it's not near quite as good as the ER nurse. But don't ever lie to an ear nurse; you'll be sorry. But they can tell when you're lying. And a symptom can be a lie. I have a headache. Well, I can't tell you you don't have a headache. I I, I get chills. Well, if if your skin starts to to have the hair stand up, you can see that that's a sign. Blood pressure that you measure is a sign. The temperature is a sign. But pain is a symptom. You can be lying about your pain. Sir, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the worst pain you've ever had, how big a party pack of Vicodin did you think you were going to be able to take home from the ER tonight? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so they made it the fifth vital sign and we have to address their pain. So if you don't make them so they can't say they have pain, there's two ways to do that. You give them enough pain medicine that if they really had pain, it might go away. Or if they're not having pain, they become unconscious because you've drugged them. But either way you get rid of the complaint and you have addressed their pain and you've now, Address the fifth vital sign, which is not a sign. So we got this big lie cooking. So they author lies.
0: They isolate you, they withhold them t- good treatment from you, they sedate you, so you don't care. You just kind of lay there, and let them do whatever they want to. Remember, yeah. folks, family can't come in. They have no advocate. You're laying in there. They've isolated you, they've withheld the treatment, and now they've knocked you out. They've sedated you. So you're just laying there waiting to die. And then, Chuck, you say you habituate. What does that mean, Chuck?
1: Well, the nice thing about about drugs like narcotics and benzodiazepines and tranquilizers. Benzodiazepines are things like Advan and Valium. Valiums. If you're if you're a druggy, you want some Valiums. Uh, learn how to pronounce it so you and, and and say things to the doctor so it sounds like you're serious and don't sound like you just bought it on the street. But 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 all those uh, tranquilizers and narcotics. Uh, narco means to it means to sleep, and <laughs> they are addictive uh they, they they you become used to them after a while it, it, you take you take a vicodin uh, every day for uh, five days and pretty soon you need two a day and then pretty soon you need three a day and pretty soon there isn't enough to make your pain go away because you've now become addicted to it and that's how heroin works heroin is a, a, a version of morphine is a version of uh uh, uh fentanyl is the big chuck, you, know,
0: you know way too much chuck you know way too much keep
1: going okay so you get you get these big name uh, drugs that that you're stuck on, you can't get off of them, and so you're now now you're addicted and you're constipated because that's the other thing they do, and they are uh, uh, make you go to sleep and and they depress your respirations. The only thing narcotics do is make you breathe shallower and less often. So, so you, got, you got you got
0: supposedly you got problem br- breathing and they give you medication that. Decreases your ability to breathe. Is that right, John?
1: Actually, seeing nurses tell patients, "We're going to give you a little morphine, sir, so your lungs can better relax and expand."
0: <laughs> All right. Isolate, withhold, sedate, habituate. What's the next one going down there, Spencer? Paralyze. No, no, suppress, suppress.
1: Okay. The, the next thing they do is they suppress your immune system, uh, and this is the, the the way you don't treat COVID. You go to the air ER and they give you a big slug of steroids. Yeah, we got to shut that down. We got to fire the police. Defund the police because your immune system is your police force and you got to disband them all. Just shut them all down because it's that cytokine storm. They called it that. Now, a cytokine storm is not a meteorological event. Jim Cantore is not in your left lung uh, uh, <laughs> doing an on-scene hurricane wind in your it, it, because you've got a storm. A cytokine storm is an inflammatory reaction because you're immune cells started to attack the virus and attack other things and they get a little carried away. There isn't, that isn't to say that some some police didn't get carried away and that some law enforcement didn't get carried away, but not all of them. And you don't got to get rid of all of them. You got we got rid of all of them by shutting down your adrenals with the steroids because your your adrenals make them. And if you, if you get them from outside, they'll, they're a factory. Then they just got a big import of, of Toyotas into the state and they can't sell their Ford's. Because the steroids is a, is a Japanese import, it's a it, it's a, a Chinese import. So it, you, you shut down the workforce, so you don't make the uh, adrenaline that you need. You don't make the the immune cells are mm. are, are are dumbed down. They're not allowed. To our,
0: we got you. So they suppress your immune system, which you need to get to fight it off. In other words, he says these little soldiers. They give you some medicine so those little soldiers don't fight quite as hard. And then so all you
1: all you really needed to do is give one or two of them to stop fighting and not all of them. And yeah. so that there's a, there's a steroid called budesonide or pulmicort that you inhale in a in an aerosol uh but with a breathing treatment and it's a tiny little bit amount that goes right to the front lines of the lungs and stops it right there cold and there's a doctor in Midland Texas that almost lost his license to the Texas Medical Board that advertised this to me uh and and I I, I believed it.
0: Paralyze Chuck, suppress then paralyze and then poison. Okay.
1: Paralyze there's, there's, a drug called, there's a drug called Presidex. We're going to give you some Presidex that will make the ventilator not have to. You won't, you're, if you're bucking on the ventilator and you're coughing and it's, it's, it's a tube, it's in your throat. But you're not supposed to have a tube in your throat. You're not supposed to have air shoved in your lungs. You're supposed
2: to inhale it.
1: God made us inhale uh, air, not shove it in our throat. Uh, that's a message for all you uh, hellfire and, uh, and, and damnation preachers. Uh, the gospel is not uh, intubation. So you don't <laughs> have to shove it down your throat. Now, Jonathan uh, uh, Edwards' uh, sinners in the hands of an angry God resulted in a lot of good stuff. So I'm not not condemning everybody, but sometimes it gets a little too far. So when you get this this tube in your throat, you can't talk, you can't swallow, you 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 it it's it's awful, and you cut and you choke, and the and the ventilator is not allowed to put air in your lungs because you keep pushing the air back out. So they make you lungs. So they, they, they paralyze your diaphragm. They paralyze your brain. They give you a press attack. Wow. Memorize that that name. They give you a press attack. Now there's times when it's important. Like if you're in surgery and you're unconscious and the doctor's working with you, or you are going to have a procedure? It's okay. The conscious sedation and unconscious sedation and sleeping and anesthesia. Uh, uh, you, know, you, you pay the anesthesiologist a whole lot of money because he wants to be able to wake you up. You want to pay the guy a lot of money to wake you up. Uh, but. You got to be asleep for a while to take care of it, so the, they do that, but they do it in the, in a wrong spirit.
0: Okay, so Ch- so Chuck, look, so they're they're in the hospital, uh, they're in the hospital for supposedly a respiratory illness, and the hospital attacks the respiratory system. Is that what you're saying?
1: Right. Yeah, they they send they, they they tell the cytokine storm to stop. So the thing that's attacking the respiratory system is an out of control police force. So you don't have to fire the police; you just have to discipline them hold on boys stop it the show's over go home we need two officers to handcuff that one guy and not put the knee on his neck and kill him okay that would be a good thing and that's all you have to do but if you get one of them gets out of control then just (coughs) so okay so so so. we
0: we, we get it i I, I want to be able to get people in here to ask you questions help me here chuck what is it that you're doing now because still all across America people are being killed in hospitals.
1: Um the medical profession is scared to death to prescribe ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or even quercetin uh, for covid. Now we're sort of out of the covid deadly covid epidemic. The new versions of of covid are not as 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 bad and there's an, and, and that has to do with herd immunity which has a lot more to do with uh, life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Happiness, which I won't go into, but the uh, doctors are afraid, that, and then very good doctors have lost their licenses in Ohio for prescribing ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine for COVID because the CDC said it, was, it wouldn't work, and the CDC claimed they had legal authority to tell you not to. Well, medicine in the states, according to our constitution, the United States Constitution, which we threw in the trash, is not governed by the federal government it's local county health officers it's local state law and it's local regulation and so the cdc threatened the local state medical board in ohio with loss of income and funding and and threats and 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 legal uh, saber rattling and so they took dry, doctor's licenses away uh thompson isn't that the recent case that they just that that, that uh, Uh, Pam uh, Pam Popper did the case on, uh, what's his first name, Ron Thompson? Is that who it is? Uh, I don't know. He's a doctor that lost his license in New York State. We
0: we We have one in here in our group from Maine that had it done to him, Chuck.
1: Right. And then one of the best doctors in Columbus, Ohio, had his license taken away, not on the official charge of ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, but on something much more mild than that. But it was because he was curing COVID patients, and he was doing it very well. And I won't embarrass him by telling you his name, but, but he 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 likes mana. So anyway, <laughs> uh, anybody who knows him will know what that is. Uh, and he's a great doctor, one of the best doctors I ever met. And they took his license away because they're so that's fear. So they won't do it because of fear, and so they do nothing. They send you home. Go, well, you gotta go home and do nothing. So,
0: folks, they isolate you. They withhold treatment. They sedate you with narcotics. They habituate oxygen flow through narcotics. Suppress your immune system. They paralyze you, and then they poison you. That's the treatment that, for uh, at least two years, people were receiving in the emergency or in the hospital. Is that right, Chuck?
1: Yeah, and I discovered since that because of that uh, because of that scabies epidemic in the nursing home in 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 uh, uh, Canada. And because of my experiences as missionary medicine and with ma- malaria and parasites and parasite diseases and things, we'd use a lot of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine for liver flukes, for river blindness, for malaria, for all sorts of things. And so I'm very comfortable with using either ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine for, uh, for, for it would work for COVID if you wanted to. But I, was, I became very concerned, and I still am, about this massive epidemic of scabies we've been having. So I've had some investigators call me up and say, why so many ivermectin prescriptions? And I said, why? <laughs> what, what, what are you giving it for? Isn't that a HIPAA violation if I tell you? You don't have the right to ask me that. Well, you're not giving it for COVID, are you? Well, thanks, darn. I, I'm going to write that down. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> so so Chuck, what about the horse paste?
1: What about well, the horse paste? Well, but, but if you go into any, any farm fleet uh, or any, uh, not, they don't have farm fleets anymore. Any tractus Bly or Rural King, there's always a teenager there who's been to medical school and residency and internship, and he's a, and he's a virologist. And he says, that's only for horses, and <laughs> you're not a horse. And it would be dangerous if you took the horse paste. And they call it horse paste. So we discovered something kind of fun. I'm going to give something away that I kept secret a long time, but we're out of that era now. Um, we had a wonderful patient in East Texas. Uh, Keith and uh, and and, uh, and his wife Sullins, and she uh, made goat's milk soap for the flea market. And said that she heard from her veterinarian that ivermectin is absorbed through the skin, 100%. Could she make some goat's milk soap up? And put ivermectin the, put melt horse paste into it and use that. And I said, yes. And we got him out of the out of the ICU in about three days. So in
0: other words, they would spread they'd spread the ivermectin on the on their skin and it would be a sore. Is that right, if Chuck?
1: But you, you, know, you, you, you have to go in you have to have to make the bottle, you wear talit or you have a, a a rosary or do something religious and, and have a big old cross or something. Look, look religious because it'll scare the woke people out of there. I don't I try not to look too religious all the time. I'm not religious, actually. I just know Jesus. We're friends. And I work for a Jewish carpenter, and, <laughs> and I honor him, but I'm I'm not religious. And the you take this this you take your religious attitude in there with with a bottle that's labeled holy anointing oil, not ivermectin. And they don't mind, and you so you anoint wow. the bottle because they're going to die. They know they're going to die anyway. So you're in there bringing, getting them ready like an Egyptian mummy for the afterlife, <laughs> and you're giving them an afterlife. You're giving them you an afterlife.
0: You're rubbing ivermectin on their on their skin.
1: That feet. Put on the feet. Feet's the best place.
0: Wow! 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 Oh my goodness! Hey, look, I'm going and to get
1: rid of their scabies. That's all I did it for. is so they wouldn't get scabies. I, sure. I never. I've not written the first prescription for COVID. That's not. That's not. That's not. That's not kosher.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, Doctor Paul, let's get Doctor Paul in here. Doctor Paul's in Maine, and he's been through it with his medical board and all that, Chuck. So uh, come on in, Doc.
1: Hey, Chuck. How you doing, brother? Good. I work in Maine a little bit, (laughs) up around Bar Harbor and stuff.
4: Yeah, it's definitely the seat of the state these days. Um, Thanks for being in the trenches for so long. Um,
0: I think you'll know what I mean by this, but the answer is uh, uh, deliverance from fear. Yes. And uh, I'll just leave it at that because um, you know you got a lot of stuff you're working out your head. yeah, ivermectin. Uh, getting back, you know, God gave us the earth, everything we need to heal him. We agree with that, right, Chuck? Yes. Okay. Ivermectin used to be called avermectin. It comes from the soil. My dog was eating it the other day because it had worms. Pay attention to the environment. And by the way, it is deliverance, real deliverance. We need. Amen. Amen. Right.
3: Janine, come on in. Um, years ago, when my mother used to get sick, the doctor would give her zithromycin. Can you explain that? I mean, doctors will not give you that stuff. So what exactly is that? Well,
1: zithromycin is an acrylite antibiotic. There's different categories of antibiotics. That's one of them. And it was developed, and it's it's most useful. It is the only real cure for... Legionnaires' pneumonia, Legionella pneumophila. It's the only thing it's really indicated for. Uh, it it also has some anti-parasite uh, uh, things, but it is the single most common cause of atrial fibrillation in in America. Every urgent care that hands out uh, hands out uh, Z packs uh, or, or azithromycin, The Z is the Z in the zithromycin uh, puts people at risk of uh, atrial fibrillation. When I first heard that, I thought that was just you know, industrial uh, sabotage where one company was trying to say a bad thing about another company. And I uh, uh, researched it, and I researched it this way. I took the last 100 people I'd given Ivermectin, I'd given uh, Z-Pak to, and I found out that most of the ones over 50, that about a third of them had gotten atrial fibrillation within two weeks of that prescription, and I felt bad about it. So it does cause that. It's an easy thing to fix. But you don't need. It's not critical. It's a better drug for the bacterial part because you get infections. The viruses have friends called bacteria, and it's still okay to treat them. But there's lots of other ways to treat bacteria with frequency, with uh, prayer, with uh, certain herbs and spices. A yerba Santa, for instance. Yeah, holy, holy weed. Santa is holy, and yerba is weed, and holy weed, holy weed. Which, if you make a tea out of it, you can put that in the nebulizer, and you don't cure most pneumonia. But, but if you wanted to get a regular traditional, I, I'm not, I'm not, am upset with big pharma. I use them all the time. I just don't like to be abused and, and manipulated by them. So, <laughs> a Chuck, better. What is, Chuck, doctor, what
0: does somebody, what does somebody do, Chuck, if they, uh, if they get, they go to the hospital, whatever, and they want a second opinion? Are they able to get a second opinion, Chuck? No. Or do you just have to go by what the?
1: ER well, doctor says. I to tell people, you want a second opinion? Okay, you're ugly too. On <laughs> a <laughs> well, second opinion? Come and see me tomorrow. <laughs> uh, the second opinion is ordinarily from the ER doctor who is way out there. Uh, the uh, ER doctors know a little bit about absolutely everything, but they don't, they know whether or not you need heart surgery, but they can't do the heart surgery. They know whether or not you need to have a, uh, a plate on that bone, but they don't do the plate. So they're not, they they do a lot of suturing and they, and they, we, you know, my, my job is colds, flus and gunshot wounds. That's, that's what the ER doctor does, but the ER doctor ends up knowing everything. So the cardiologist comes to the ER doctor and asks him about orthopedics. Orthopedists comes to the ER doctor and asks him about kidneys. The kidney doctor comes in and asks him about heart, heart stuff. So he ends up knowing stuff like that. So you, the, the the best second opinion is really an ER doctor. If you can get them to open up and right now you have to get them to come to your bedside.
0: Yeah. Mm. Because I see so many different things. They're not as not a specialized. Glenn, come on. I'm sorry, Clay, come on then, then Glenn. Yeah, Dr. Chuck, uh, other than not going to the hospital to get treated, do you have any
1: recommendations on how we can uh, protect ourselves from these death protocols that they're, and the remdesivir and stuff? Good question. Well, I, I found myself, I, I was working in Laredo, Texas, and Laredo, incidentally, is owned by the cartel because it's south of Interstate 10. Anything south of Interstate 10 is really the Interstate 10 is the U.S. border in South Texas. And we just let them think they're in the United States and can vote and everything. But it's part of Mexico and the cartels own everything south of 10, except in El Paso, uh, where Medical Center Hospital, University Hospital was, although technically right just a little bit south of 10, was still in the USA. Uh, And uh, they wouldn't let me use hydroxychloroquine. They wouldn't let me use ivermectin. They wouldn't let me use, and we didn't have it in stock. And we couldn't even do blood with antibodies in it. And I got COVID from a patient. <laughs> I went back to the hotel and I had a fever and I had a sweat. And I began to have a, a, a cough. And I, I had COVID once before pretty bad. I had, ba- I had it bad enough that I should have died from it. Because I had all the prerequisites. I was 100 pounds more overweight than I am. I'm not overweight at all now. I, I, got, I got a COVID diet and it worked. <laughs> uh, also, I got lymphoma and that helped. So those two things got me, so I'm on no medicines any longer. But I had diabetes, high blood pressure, and uh, o- obesity. And I was also allergic to lisinopril, which are ACE inhibitors. If you get a an angioedema from ACE inhibitors, that those are the people who died. That's why only about 1 in 50 were dying. Because only about 1 in 50 have the uh, 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 specific <clears throat> allergy to, to those drugs. So I didn't know what to do. I, so I went to the local uh, Uh, pharmacy and they had some uh, quinine water. I said okay I'll get some quinine water and some zinc because hydroxychloroquine is just hydroxylated chlorinated quinine so I I took some quinine water back with some zinc and I drank two bottles of that stuff which is a tiny amount of quinine it's only only about a third or what a tenth of what they would give you if you were getting hydroxychloroquine but with the zinc and the quinine water I woke up the next morning with no fever None. And I was completely, I could go to work. The FLIR camera wasn't going to set me back out in the parking lot. So I did the only national thing for a scientist to do that. I I am a scientist. I'm a real scientist. I deliberately infected myself again on another patient. And this time I had some quinine water with me. And as soon as I started getting the fever and chills and a cough, I drank the quinine water and the zinc. And within an hour, it went away. So the longer you wait on any of these treatments, the, lo- the harder it is to cure
0: well, Man, what I, what Clint, Come on in. Good, good, Clay.
2: Go ahead. i was just just saying. I was just wondering if we did have to go in the hospital, how could we avoid them from from giving our family members the rim Do you have any tips on how we it deal with the there. hospital? Yes.
1: Make sure that no one goes into the hospital by themselves. And if they won't let you in the room, that you are their power of attorney and that the patient is not allowed to make any decisions on their own, that a power of attorney in the waiting room who has a phone, who can call a lawyer, who can call the pastor, who can call the prayer chain, who can call the Lord. Uh, and, and, and they take care of it. And let, let have those people who are POAs do that. I'm,
0: Amen. Amen. Glenn.
2: Yes. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Dr. Chuck, uh, you're like drinking from a medical fire hydrant. I'm trying to absorb this. <laughs> uh, Sorry, that's no. It's all good. Uh, two questions. Um, what are your thoughts on chlorine dioxide? And also, what was the name of that book that Isaac Jogues wrote? He said about New York.
1: Oh, it's Father Jogues. J o Jogues. J o g u e s. I think Father Jogues. It was called Pioneer Priests of North America. Okay. And and, it, and it, it, the the Jesuit priests who came to the Iroquois and Abenaki and the, and, the, and the Northern Indians were not like the conquistador Jesuits. The conquistador Jesuits were like like Marine stormtroopers that would either accept the Jesus or got killed. The the the, the society of Jesus Catholic priests. I'm not Catholic. I'm Protestant, charismatic, crazy person. But <laughs> uh, but I have lots of good Catholic friends, and the Catholic priests in North America. Were kinder to the Indians, and they they actually gave their lives. Father Juggs actually has a a section that says, "I am writing this this with my only remaining finger as yeah. they cut my other fingers off." And he was yeah, there. yeah.
2: There, there he was. He was uh, he he was uh, murdered by the, the Mohawk, right? And there's a there's a <laughs> there's a statue of him in Lake George, New York. That's why I asked that. Oh, I didn't what, know the, that. I have to go see that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's really it's big. Uh, it's he, big. He's real. That's the Mohawks. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think of chlorine dioxide? Uh, I think it's probably okay. I took some and I got very sick on it. Um, I took it wrong and, and I had a personal bad experience with it. Uh, that that was probably because of my unique uh, allergy to lisinopril and, and, and other things. But it, apparently it cured the whole country of Bolivia. Uh, apparently it was very effective other places. And I have lots of people that swear by it. I kind of swore at it, but I, don't, I haven't worked that all out. I'm a really good diagnostician. I'm a lousy prophet, and I don't really see I, – I, tra- I can do other people's diagnoses, but sometimes my own is a little tough.
0: So, Chuck, would it be safe to say that uh, the pharmaceutical companies have seized control of all forms of treatment? Is that a, is that a fair statement to make, Chuck?
1: No, they haven't yet, but they're trying. They also want to get over-the-counter and naturopathic drugs. uh, The the, um, National Institutes of Health, NIH, uh, has a grant that they will give people who study what are called CAM, Complementary and uh, uh, Auxiliary or Applied uh, Medicines, uh, Alternative Medicines, CAM, Complementary and Alternative Medicines, and those are your chiropractors and Natural path, and i have great respect for them and people who 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 do um machines like on-demand machines o-n-d-m-e-d o-n-d-a-m-e-d on-demand or, or true rife machines or biomeridian machines and they measure the frequencies in your body and they're the true practitioners the founder of all internal medicine was was uh, sir william o- osler and he was most proud of his skill as an as a naturopath and as a, an acupuncturist, but we, we've abandoned that in allopathic medicine, which I'm an MD. So it had, it had its roots in that, but they want to, they want to make even over the counter and naturopathic drugs, herbs and spices, yerba uh the, nat- the natto all those sor- sorts of things. They want to make them a prescription only also drug. Oh. All-
0: they get it. Vinny, come on in. Hey, Chuck, good morning. It's glad, great to see you. You did a great video with Coates uh, that other day. Um,
1: he read a letter yesterday about how you saved someone's daughter, your information, so, so kudos to you. So, so this is Vinny from Brooklyn's View. I just want to know if
2: you think I'm on the mark or did I just hit the butler in the, in the butt with a dart? The hospitals, the pharmaceutical medical industrial complex, it's a death system. Every protocol they established was to kill people. You know they used the midazolam across the pond, right? They they, they put the elderly in, in in homes and contaminated
1: them all. What I mean? Why does anyone think that any of this was accidental?
3: That's the point I want to stress. There are people still walking around thinking that someone made a mistake, as opposed to this being purposeful. Thanks, brother. Have a blessed day. You
1: want me to answer that, or you want to answer it? You answer. Well, it. My answer, my answer okay. is they're killing people purposely. Yeah. Okay. Here, well, here's the deal. Oh, I, go ahead. You, you, you were going to answer it. Somebody else. Oh, I did Thank you. Okay. Thanks, uh, the, the deal is there's a, there's a fairly big rumor that Bill Gates, who incidentally is one of the gates of hell that the church won't uh, prevail, can, can prevail against. <laughs> um, but uh, Bill, Bill Gates and, and all the, the zero population growth people want to just decrease the population of the world. Uh, and we're, they're trying to exterminate us. That's not true at all. They don't want us dead. They want us service, uh, to be servants. They want us to be afraid. So yes. you can, uh, 1% of the people off with, with with fear, and the rest of them will do what you tell them. That's what we're after. This is tyranny. This January 6th, is-
0: folks. That's January 6th. What did I say? I said that last week, right? They they arrest the leaders and scare everybody else.
1: Boom. Right, so they so they arrest Trump to scare everybody, but the God has a sense of humor because they arrested him on the same on the same day that Hinckley
2: shot Reagan. <laughs> <God> <laughs> Craig, has-
0: come on in, Craig. Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah, Doctor Chuck, a good ER nurse. Uh, can't can't pay him enough, right? I spent 30 years in the fire department, and uh, when you get hired, you you ride the gut bucket. <laughs> Guy comes in, you know, breaks up with his girlfriend, breaks up with him, and he's he's playing, playing, and you know, you take her in. It's like, man, this guy, he's unconscious. <clears throat> First thing the nurse does, she takes his hand up about as high, and it's, it's amazing. She just drops it right on his face, and he just kind of pushes it off to the side. She says, "If you want to find somebody who's unconscious, you take that hand up, you drop it, and it smacks him on the head, boom, you got an unconscious patient." <laughs> Once right. I learned that. I tell you what, saved me a lot of issues going down the road there. I knew he was playing and he wasn't. The question I have for you is, uh, can you re spell the name of uh, that spike protein uh, buster from uh, you mentioned real quick? I didn't get a chance to write that down. Yeah, uh, look up Peter McCullough.
1: He's the one that's, 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 that's doing it, but it, 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 was, it was available before he made it popular recently. But it's called okay. Natto Kinase, N-A-T-T-O, two T's, Natto and then Kinase. K I N A S E.
2: Okay, thank you very much.
3: Judah. Yeah, good stuff. Obviously, uh, you know, Mr. Gates and Dr. uh, Fauci, and then the doctors they don't talk about, Dr. Bieber, Dr. Francis Collins, uh, these guys pledged to the orders. And in those orders, obviously, uh, you know, the Georgia (laughs) Guidestones. reduction to 500 million is uh that's a reduction so the people who are left are the ones that they want to control right but uh, in that order obviously you know people have to understand how to cleanse their body and do those types of things chuck can you explain to people you know obviously when you're getting well you know you have to go through a battle to be able to get rid of the things that are invading your body if that is a parasite, you talked about CDS is a really great and amazing protocol if used properly. Um, but like it sounds like you went through maybe a, a Herzheimer's reaction. Can you explain to folks what a Herzheimer's reaction is and how it's not bad and sometimes you just need to press through it?
1: Right. Um, Herzheimer was called that because a guy named Herzheimer first noticed that people with syphilis, when you treated them with penicillin, would kill off so many of the, uh, the spirochetes that it would plug up their lymph nodes and it would plug up their lymph addicts and it would, and it would come out under their fingernails and, and, and in their saliva. And now if you, if you treat Lyme disease aggressively with light uh, incidentally, I think ivermectin might work against Lyme. I don't have vetted that yet, but my wife is getting better doing that. That's my whole science time She's my Guinea wife. So, but um, the, the, the Herxheimer reaction is that, is the, is that dead bodies of, Combatants on the enemy side that plug up your system because they, they they fill the drain with all all their stuff, and there could there could be something like that. I don't know the what I had with that with with a Herzimer reaction, but it's 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 a good thing when it happens. You can see it. I mean, it means something. So nothing happens till something dies. You got to kill something.
3: Exactly, that's good stuff. And a little nod to uh, your buddy, who's the guy who kept me alive uh, at the mana. We'll just leave it at that. Sure. <laughs> Amen, amen. Yeah, he's got a good Fire. heart. Clue Fire. number
4: two. Amen. <laughs> yes, Coach. Uh, thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us in all truth. Um, like Benny said, I mm. truly did enjoy your show. Um, You're uh, in Brighton with uh, Coach. was a great interview. Uh, As a mental health therapist, I see that benzodiazepines, uh, for example, um, is being used at least 88 to 90% of the time for long-term or uh, periodical use, and I can see how people get addicted. Now, uh, in some situations, it's good to have the medication, but when it's being used for longer than 12 months, it becomes an issue. And I have a Bible verse to decree over you, my brother, James 2.26, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. And you should do uh, work for uh, the human, um, for all of us. (laughs) Thank you so much. God bless you, brother. Hey,
0: Chuck, Chuck, I've got a, I've got a, we sound official here. We have an online question here, Chuck. Chuck, what are some deadly protocol drugs in the hospitals that we got to make sure we avoid?
1: Uh, any narcotic, uh, 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 fentanyl, uh, any benzodiazepine, tranquilizer, uh, anything that relaxes you, anything for anxiety. Even some antihistamines are unnecessary, but they're not as deadly as the others. All right. uh, remdesivir is right out. Um, Presidex is a, a, a and other. Uh, I had a doctor in El Paso that was from Ciudad Juarez, and he died. Because we we cured his COVID, we got his lung, his pulmonary function, his heart and lungs were all fine. But the prednisolol killed him, and I'll never forget him. He was a, he was a wonderful guy. And, and Chuck,
0: we, we got we, a couple minutes. Uh, was, we won't be live. Then we'll go into the into the after show. Just uh, got a couple minutes. What do you what do you leave us with here, Chuck? The people want out you, here.
1: I want you to pray, and I, I want to thank God for a development in 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 a Mark Boudreaux's case. Mark Boudreaux was a Hasbro Kenner. Master that invented the Star Wars action figures and Millennium Falcon in the 70s. And he has been on a ventilator in a hospital in Cincinnati for 14 months and got none of those things to start with. He was, and he's the longest living person I've had with us. And he wants to live and he's getting better. We did a bunch of things that made him get better. We changed the formula that he got in his G tube. We got rid of a lot of other things. We got all the narcotics off. We got all the, and he's, and he's breathing on his own. Spontaneously, oh, maybe three or four or five hours a day, but he still has recurrent pneumonias. But the, there is a new protocol by Vidi Labs, V-I-T-T-I, that Peter Corey told me about. He, t- he texted me and he told me to look at Vidi Labs, that there, there are uh, stem cells that come from umbilical cords and not fetuses. Actually, feti, but it, not from little babies. That's what I call them. That's when you're counseling people, you call them babies. And the the cord blood the cord uh stem cells can generate new lung tissue and they cleared out a whole ICUs in New York State with it until the FDA shut them down to do a more a better study, a more better. <laughs> but the 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 trials are almost over. Sometime in May it'll be available and we can grow new lungs. That's why you keep these people alive against all odds, because you might be able to regrow their lungs.
0: So Chuck, listen, we don't I don't know uh Expose you too much. How would people get a hold of you, Chuck?
1: Scienceandwonders.com has all my contact information, including my cell phone. Don't call me, text me and I'll call you back. It, 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 that's my whole medical record is iPhone I notes and texts. And I don't have to have a secretarial staff because of that.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, so
2: you're
0: Chuck, good. you're, you're, you're an unbelievable wealth of inf- information and, uh, we thank you for joining us. Now, look, Chuck, we're going to go. We're going to stop being live, but we're going to stay right here, okay? So,
1: okay, I'll keep breathing. Have,
0: you, yeah, you keep breathing, and some of these folks will have a question. And when you have to leave, you say, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to leave and we'll be free to go. Hey, Chuck Thurston, scienceandevidences.com. Is that right, Chuck?
1: No, science and wonders.
0: I'm sorry, scienceandwonders.com. Scienceandwonders.com. God
3: bless you, folks. We'll see you tomorrow.